Are you an entrepreneur looking to scale your venture? Do you have ideas on how to take Canadian entrepreneurship to new heights? Join more than 2,000 entrepreneurs, investors, industry, and government leaders in Ottawa on October 19th at Startup Canada Day on the Hill. Keynotes, workshops, hackathons, startup, scale-up, and skill stages, growth partner zones, and a mentor genius zone. Get plugged into the Canadian entrepreneurship community in one place, all in one day. Scale your startup and have your say through the most influential and high-impact event in Canada's entrepreneurship community. Get your tickets today to the Startup Canada Day on the Hill on October 19th. For more information, visit startupday.ca. The Startup Canada Awards recognizes excellence in Canada's entrepreneurship community. This year, we invite you to join us at one of six regional celebrations across Canada. Join us in Ottawa on August 24th, Montreal on September 12th, Kamloops September 15th, Fredericton on September 17th, Whitehorse on September 19th, and Edmonton on September 21st. And join us at the grand finale in Ottawa on October 19th as part of the Startup Canada Day on the Hill. Come celebrate alongside the movers and shakers of Canada's entrepreneurship community. Visit startupaward.ca for more information and get your tickets now. Learn how to get the most of your payments through simple, safe, and smart card transactions. Visit MasterYourCard.org forward slash Canada for tips to master small business security. Master your card with MasterCard Canada. Are you ready to plan for the future? Build the financial foundations for your business with Intuit QuickBooks Startup Foundations. Enroll in the online Startup Foundations workshop and receive a free one-year subscription to Intuit QuickBooks Online. Visit bit.ly forward slash startup foundations. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash startup foundations today to register for free. Traveling for business will never be the same. With Rogers Rome Like Home, you can now stay connected to your business just like you do at home when you use Rome Like Home with your Share Everything for Business plan. For just $5 a day in the United States and $10 a day internationally, you can use your data as you would at home and receive unlimited calling and messaging to Canadian and local numbers with no roaming charges. To learn more, visit rogers.com forward slash small business. A real entrepreneur helping others succeed. This is your host, Rivers Corbett, founder of the Rockstar Mastermind on the Startup Canada podcast. Welcome to the Startup Canada podcast, a show serving Canada's entrepreneurship community. On this show, we connect you with the most innovative and entrepreneurial movers, shakers, and change makers across Canada. With day-in-the-life stories and in-their-shoes experiences, we dive into the true grit of running startup and scale-up companies and those driving the entrepreneurial movement. The Startup Canada podcast show is a production of Startup Canada, the national rallying community for Canada's 23 
3 million entrepreneurs. If you are a regular show listener, welcome back. If you're new to the program, hey, don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and Google Play Music. And visit startupcan.ca to connect with both your local startup community and to join Startup Canada to access training, resources, and a peer network to grow your success. I am your host, Rivers Corbett. If you're looking to access the best-in-class mastermind group, then I invite you to join my own Rockstar Mastermind. We teach people how to learn and build a successful company from scratch. Visit therockstarmastermind.com for more information. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, I got to tell you, sometimes you find hidden gems and sometimes you find public gems. Well, I got, as our guest, a combination of both. Um, really pleased to have as our guest, good friend, um, my colleague, uh, Stephen Lund, he's based out of Fredericton, New Brunswick. Stephen has been a leader in the financial sector for three decades. His experience is vast with leadership roles in international finance, banking, venture capital, and business development. We were talking a little bit earlier, and he has done hundreds of financing deals. And today, Stephen is the CEO of Opportunities New Brunswick and also a deputy minister. He has helped to increase the job opportunities within New Brunswick by nearly 3,000 new jobs in ONB's first year. And we're going to talk about that. ONB has been pinpointed as a great place to work. And I can attest to that because I work there also. And uh, when you think of government, think of the exact opposite of what you would expect. It is an epic place to work. It made Atlantic Canada's top employers list of 2017. Prior to ONB, Stephen was the president and CEO of Nova Scotia Business Inc., generating $1.2 billion in new client direct payroll. And he's recognized as one of the top 500 most influential people in financial centers worldwide. That's right, I said worldwide. Today we're going to be discussing with Stephen's his goals and aspirations and we'll be getting into some top level tips on how to grow a successful organization. Welcome to the show, Mr. Lund. <laughs> Thank you, River. It's my pleasure. <laughs> Yeah, it's great to have you. This is so weird for us because we were just talking uh, yesterday in the hallway somewhere, and now we're doing this uh, this type yeah. of uh, recording, so it's very cool. So, Stephen, uh, we'd like to uh, take our audience to the end of the show first and and really talk about what, what are you hoping that, that they're going to take away from, uh, from the next 30, 35 minutes that we're talking? Well, uh, again, the audience, uh, I think, is pretty varied in, in many different locations, and uh, some probably know New Brunswick well, some not so well. And I think the bottom line is, uh, you know, there's a lot of things happening here. Uh, there's a lot of excitement. Uh, we've got some great initiatives. We've had some great success. Uh, you know, we're in a changing world, and, and uh, you know, in many respects, we're, we're leading. In some respects, uh, you know, we're adapting to the changing environment. But, again... I'd like our readers to get a better understanding that there are some great things happening here. Yeah, well, I can definitely attest to that. I know there's a lot of pride happening within uh, within the province, a lot of activity. I, I was just finished going to a conference in Montreal with some of our clients, and there were some people there from Nova Scotia, and they came back saying, I wish I lived in New Brunswick. You guys got some real cool stuff happening there. So it's uh, it's really a reinforcement. And ONB is a young company, young organization. And ONB, we mean, is Opportunities New Brunswick, folks. Um, and in your first year in leadership – you brought in over 
3,000 jobs to the corporation. Can you kind of take us on that journey as to how that happened? Sure. Uh, so we started off as a new uh, crown corporation. We uh, essentially were the combination of several entities doing uh, investment attraction work, uh, working with small businesses, export development, uh, entrepreneurship, and we merged all those different functions into one. And when we started the organization, uh, I mean, I had I'd done this before, and I, I think I realized over the years that the most important thing for any organization is really to have the right team, and that's that was my approach from day one. It's is trying to get the best people I can, the most passionate people I can, uh, to join a team and, uh, you know, really to put together an idea, a plan, stay focused, uh, and, and really uh, focus on being more uh, proactive, uh, aggressive. Uh, we've got a great story to tell. We need to get out and tell it. And so, you know, I, I think that's where we started, uh, was really building the team. And we've had some success, uh, you know, in a whole bunch of different areas. Uh, you know, whether it's helping companies become more productive, uh, helping companies uh, export around the world, uh, attracting some anchor companies, uh, but also uh, working with the startup community to encourage more entrepreneurship, but also uh, help existing entrepreneurs. And I think if you put that all together, uh, it gives us, uh, you know, a great. Uh, mandate to really try and move the province forward. Well, you know, um, one of the things uh, that I admire about your leadership, and and I'm not just saying that, folks, by the way, I really do, is is your singular, your ability to keep us focused on that singular um, uh, motto, if you want to call it, put the puck in the net. Can you talk about that? You know, where, where did that come from? Did you just did you just discover that, or is it you know did you hear it from somebody else? What's your thought process on that? Put the puck in the net. Well, as, as a uh, as a hockey player in my day, yeah. and again the uh, the older you get, the better you work. Um, <laughs> I realized that uh, you know it's the old Gretzky uh, mantra of you know skate to where the puck's going, and I think. Uh, I think I've just been able to, I don't know, glean a few things uh, over the years. I spent years in uh, banking and venture capital, offshore finance, and, uh, you know, I've worked with thousands of companies, and I think I've been able to uh, distinguish what works and what doesn't work to some respect. And at the end of the day, um, you know, you can't score unless you take a shot. And right. I think where we need to be as an organization is just focus on the end game. Focus mm-hmm. on, as you said, putting the puck in the net, but, yeah. but getting out, telling the story. Uh, yes. We don't want to get bogged down in process or bureaucracy or uh, trying to figure out what to do next week or next year. Uh, mm. We need the right plans and processes in place. We've spent a lot of time working on that. But again, at, at the end of the day, it's it's getting out there. We've, you know, we've reached out to over nine thousand companies around the world last year. Uh, we've Crazy. had over four thousand meetings across the province last year. Uh, you know, we've really we've really tried to step up uh, the level of activity uh, again because we 
you know, we, we think we, we know we have something uh, good to sell. We know our companies you know, need to hear firsthand uh, from us what we can do to help them, but also any ideas that we have to support their growth. And I think if you look at uh, what's going on in the province, we have everything from, you know, the, the major companies like the Irvings and McCain's that people would know about, uh, we've got some uh, companies that we've brought here, like the Exxon Mobiles, the Xeroxes, IBMs, uh, you know, Salesforce, uh, those types of companies. But we've also got a, a very robust uh, entrepreneurial ecosystem, and people right. know some of the successes of the years from the Q1 Labs and Radiant Sixes. But we also have a number of uh, really cool companies in a number of different fields that are uh, that are having some great success yeah cool stuff well it, there's there's definitely there's uh, the momentum and and i can attest to the fact that we're getting out there you go to our head office folks today uh being a thursday and like 90 percent of the people aren't there and you're going to wonder what's going on because they're out there playing the game and so i think it's a lesson for entrepreneurs and people that are in business is get out there and get in the game i really uh, really love that but one of your one of your key aspects of your success in growing o and b um is that uh, and it's it's is this whole philosophy you know culture culture eats strategies breakfast every time one of your very first hires was a was a chief culture officer and, you know, can you talk about what is the culture like at Opportunities in New Brunswick and, you know, what's been your strategy in creating? Because I think a lot of people, a lot of our listeners will want to learn from, from one, the importance of it, but also some tips that you might have in, in, in creating that culture that we have at ONB that have been uh, really a key part of, uh, of why we've been able to do what we do. Sure. Uh, great question. Uh, well, I think it starts, as you kind of indicated, when you walk into our offices, uh, the feedback that we get from clients, uh, it's, there's a level of buzz that, that they don't see uh, in many places. Uh, you know, we have a passionate team. We are, we are very professional in what we do. Uh, we, uh, we strive to be world-class and, uh, you know, I think I've been around the world and I've, I've you know, seen many companies uh, and I think, you know, we, we are world-class. We, we strive to be professional and world-class and world leaders and, uh, and driving for results. And so you're right, my first hire was a chief cultural officer and I, I actually read the book on uh, Google and, uh, and that quote uh, comes from the Google strategy where cultural culture trumps strategy right. and you know you need strategy right. but if you don't have the right team and the right people on place then then we're in place and nothing else matters and uh, so we spent right. a lot of time on this uh, professional development uh, you know we had I think we had something like 80 different cultural events last year we have culture teams in place mm. uh, we focus on you know, career uh, progression. We have put together a whole uh, leadership uh, structure uh, training program. We currently have ten co-op students. Uh, you know, again, it's it's putting it's it's putting people first and and making sure that people buy into the passion and buy into the to the end game and buy into the model. And uh, you know, we've we've been 
fortunate that we've been able to get great people and uh, give them some ability to uh, to make their mark. And uh, yeah. I guess why we've had some success here. Yeah, I believe it thoroughly. I'm I'm, I'm the benefactor of a, of a lot of that stuff, and uh, I know it's pretty exciting for me. I mean, so, you know, I, I've got a job. Uh, goodness, Rivers Corbett having a job. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you would have won a lot of money betting on that one. Uh, but I absolutely, you know, culture was a key part of what I researched before I joined ONB, and the theme was consistent, just consistent delivering exactly what you just talked about from people who I talked to before I was given the opportunity to uh, to join ONB. And we're going to scoot a little bit to to you as uh, as Stephen, because uh, you wear many hats. Uh, as we all do when we're entrepreneurs and leaders, but you, you know, you're a husband, uh, you've got a father, you're sorry, you're a father of two, yeah, you're running very successfully O&B, um, but that's, you know, that's, that's pretty crazy stuff, it's pretty busy, how do you, how do you manage your time, how do you, you got any hacks that you could suggest to people, that this is how, this is what works for me in being able to run at a very high level and balance at the same time? Yeah, well, so I remember Two things from, from uh, former chairs of my uh, previous boards. Um, who my, my first uh, first one said, you know, to, to find ten percent of your time to focus on the end game and, and having the right vision. And the second uh, mm-hmm. one basically said, you know, find the twenty thirty minutes a day where you can just uh, gather your your thoughts and and think of nothing but. You know, how do you want to uh, better yourself? And so both of those uh, pieces of advice I completely ignored. And, you know, and uh, <laughs> But the reality is, um, to me, it's, it's you know, I, I look at my job as a 24-7 job. Uh, right. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I constantly think, you know, when I, you know, I start early in the mornings and I'm, when I'm home at night, I'm got a scratch pad in front of me and, and, uh, uh, and I think it's, it's, I, I love what I do and I'm passionate about it. And, mm. uh, I think that, that really drives me. I think the other thing is, um, you know, I have a wife and kids that, that, that keep me grounded, but, uh, I also, um, you know, I've played sports all my life and, uh, and, uh, I always strive to find more time to do that. Um, it's difficult, but, uh, I, I find that does help. Uh, but again, it's, I think if you find something that you really enjoy and you're passionate about, then things have a way of, you know, of, of taking care of themselves. And, and, uh, you know, when you, uh, I actually had a, uh, the fortunate, uh, opportunity a few weeks ago to meet Connor McDavid and, and Wayne Gretzky and others. Oh, and they nice. were asking about uh, you know when did you when did you decide that you you might have had something that made sense and Connor right. David uh, from the Edmonton Oilers made a comment about uh, uh, when he was young he never looked at practice as practice he said he was passionate from day one and and couldn't wait to get on the ice and so I think if yeah. you know if you're passionate about what you do and you're passionate about about being an entrepreneur and, and, and starting something and and, and running with it. And I, I just find that things kind of take care of themselves. And, uh, again, so in my situation, um, it's three things. It's, it's the passion for what I do. It's 
it's a great home life, and uh, you know, it's it's the sports and the uh, running or hockey, or whatever it is that that I'm able to do on the side. So, yeah. love it. Thank you for that. I, I, but recently, uh, you did a 30 day focus on exercise every single day. What? kind of went in your head that said for the next 30 days i'm going to do this and i know you're very healthy oriented it's all part of your your lifestyle but that was very interesting you said for 30 days i'm going to focus every single day on doing exercise what yeah. uh, what triggered that well i think it's knowing your own personality and i need a goal i always need goals and right it's fine that when i'm in better shape uh, i just perform better at work and i feel better and, and all that and my son said one day, and he's 19, and uh, he's, you know, he keeps in pretty good shape. And he said, you know, Dad, I, I'm on my 10th day of working out in a row. And I said, I said, that's, you know, that's amazing. That's great. And I just thought, you know what? I just need a goal, and, uh, you know, I want to get back in shape. And so I did. I picked 30 days, and I did uh, everything from, you know, playing hockey to running to lifting weights to swimming, hiking, and uh, although it was hard to find time, I just yes. found I had that goal, and I was, you know, home at night, and it was seven o'clock, and I, and dining that day, and I, and I put on a pair of sneakers and get out the door, and, uh, and for me, it, uh, once I sort of hit that ten-day period, uh, the adrenaline was there, and I just, uh, right, you know, I, I think I did thirty-eight workouts that month, and uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's so. That for our audience, by the way, I found out about this uh, from Stephen. He, um, um, while he was waiting for the elevator to go down to go and do his exercise, <laughs> 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 he was exercising, but he was going to take the easy way to get to the exercising. <laughs> Stephen, uh, Startup Canada is known globally as the strongest organization in fostering grassroots entrepreneurship ecosystem. And uh, and they are a very important strategic partner with ONB right now to scale a, a network of startup communities across New Brunswick to uh, to really build the the province into a beak of uh, beacon of entrepreneurship in the east can you talk a little bit about you know why the uh, the the startup community model strategy is important uh, to 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 us as opportunities in New Brunswick but even more so of course to uh, to the province and, and the residents themselves sure uh well, the whole—I mean, the whole startup uh, ecosystem, startup community—is really, you know, it's so important to every successful economy, and uh, you don't have to look very far to see that. Uh, and we all know the, the great examples that we see, in uh, whether it's in places uh, like obviously Silicon Valley, Israel, or even Waterloo, and some of the things around MIT. Mm. And so it's critical, and that's why we try and balance. Uh, the startup community and what we're doing there with with local uh, established businesses and attracting mm-hmm. the right anchors because there, it is a true mm-hmm. ecosystem. In terms of the entrepreneurship of the Startup Canada model, again, it's it's really an area that that we see uh, a tremendous growth and and uh, and really that's uh, that's really why I looked at, at bringing you on board, Rivers, with your great experience and, and, your, and your passion to, to really drive this for us. And, uh, and right. the Startup Canada is a great model to follow. And if I, if I really look at the three things that we're focused on and where we're taking a leadership role, it, it really 
uh, bodes well for a terrific partnership. And I think uh, if I can just quickly go through those three areas. Sure, absolutely. Uh, first, so first of all, uh, bringing the ecosystem together uh, throughout the province in, in the subway model, where instead of having uh, silos in different pockets in different cities and different communities, it's really having one overall arching ecosystem in the province. And that's something that right. uh, we've done a lot of work on, and, and, and you and your team mm-hmm. uh, done great work on mm-hmm. that. Secondly, uh, again, building the startup community across Canada, uh, using the model, the Startup Canada model. Uh, again, we have Fredericton, and as you know, uh, Fredericton is, was named the Startup Community uh, of Canada right. last year. We know UMB was yep. the first entrepreneurial university. So we've got right. that. We've got three other applications. We've got three uh, other potential ones we're working on. So this is really coming together well. And I think the mm. third uh, area is building some unique relationships. Uh, and one of them is with uh, seeing the Canadian entrepreneurs in New England. Uh, yes. We have the only province in Canada with uh, that unique relationship with them, and it's helping really our entrepreneurs build relationships in the New England area with Canadian uh, entrepreneurs that really want to give back. And uh, we've also just signed a, a relationship uh, agreement with a group called True North um, out of Vancouver that's working with Silicon Valley companies. Uh, so again, we're, we're reaching out to establish these relationships really to help our existing uh, new entrepreneurs in the province. And it's a really, it's, and a, keep, it, it's just an exciting time to do this. Yeah, it really is, and what I what I love from what I'm seeing is the alignment still on that world class, and and you know these little nuggets that you keep bringing out to the team is really cool. But I know when when we're looking at strategic partners, uh, it still is a strategic process to make sure that it's aligned with obviously what it is that we're doing, not just because oh they're out there and maybe they can help us. There's a connection with identifying with world class organizations, and Startup Canada is is definitely one of those organizations, and literally right. is known as the strongest organization organization in the world doing what it's doing so those are the type of partnerships we're yeah. developing uh, within the organization and 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 globally no question uh you know you, you hit the nail on the head uh you know we believe that we're doing things that are world-class and uh, we believe it's important to establish these relationships with world-class organizations and obviously uh startup canada is, is one of those and we're really thrilled and privileged to be part of that Right on. Stephen, um, I know you're human, um, and uh, I want to talk about a time in your life that was a, a situation that really wasn't comfortable for you, um, that ultimately you look back on and you say, oh, that was actually probably one of the best things that happened with me because it impacted my life in this way. Can you talk about a, a situation uh, around that? And it can be personal, too, if you want to touch into that. Personal, professional, doesn't matter. But this is getting back into uh, into what we can learn from your life experience. Well, I've had, I've had a lot of them. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, I actually spoke a few weeks ago to my old high school graduation at the graduation ceremonies. And uh, one of the things I talked about was learning how to fail and I think it's one thing that that we really uh, we don't do enough of and, I, and as we go through life we all we all fail at something and, and, and some 
you know, whether it's your, you lose a girlfriend, uh, you lose a job, you don't make a sports team, there's always something there. And I think the ability to bounce back is so critical. And if I, if I, and if I look at, uh, you know, the, uh, the life of an entrepreneur and dealing with failure, dealing with rejection and getting back on your horse is so, so mm-hmm. critical. And, uh, uh, you know, if you look at the model of Silicon Valley and, you know, failure being a step to success. Um, it's it's something that we need to ingrain more in Canada and also, you know, in New Brunswick. Uh, I mean, I think I learned early on um, about failure because I played so many sports. Uh, <laughs> not making teams and then uh, and then just you know, getting back on your horse and and uh, and seeing what you can do. Uh, and so I was, you know, I've been lucky to to play some some high level sports. Uh, but again, it all, you know, there's, you can take failure and rejection in one of two ways and take it as a complete failure and, and never get back or you just get back on your horse and make it happen. And so, you know, I, I, I was lucky to have uh, some opportunities um, come my way work-wise and personally. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I just, I've been lucky. But I, again, I've, I've, uh, you know, I've learned from things not working out the way you want in many, whether it's work or your personal life. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's really it's really how you bounce back. And uh, yes. you know, I, I've got I know people that are incredibly resilient. Uh, yes. And you know, their success is driven just because they're so resilient. And I think you know that's the life of an entrepreneur. Uh, it's yes. really it's it's staying focused and you know and, and taking a knock and bouncing back and then again it's we you know we all go through it and we all we all bounce back in different ways. Yeah, we sure do. We sure do. Some go faster than others, but I think ultimately it comes back with practice, practice, practice. Right? You're talking about the sports analogy. Get in there and just practice it because it's going to be. You're going to get hit hard, and you're going to go against the boards, and you're going to fall. But you got to get up and keep playing in the game. So yeah. uh, you know, I, I love that reference point, ladies and gentlemen. It's that time where we need to take a very quick break, but we will be right back with more from our amazing guests. Stay tuned. As an entrepreneur, you're always looking for ways to work smarter, faster, simpler, and better. Grow your business your way with transformative tech like Microsoft Azure, Office 365, Windows 10, and more. Visit modernbiz.ca, that's modernbiz.ca, and see how Microsoft can help you run your business anytime, anywhere. Canadian-born business One by Sun creates and sells a unique collection of printed yoga mats, tote bags, pouches, and prints from original hand-painted designs to customers across Canada, the United States, and Australia. When their products are out for delivery, it's important for their customers to have total visibility to ensure their packages are delivered on time, no matter where their customer is located. UPS Canada helps customers track their shipments 24 hours a day, seven days a week, while co-owners Evangelina and Jamal can focus on growing their business. Join the UPS Small Business Program to get support on your unique supply chain needs. Plus, save 40% off shipping. Visit ups.com forward slash my business. 
Thank you to our sponsors. And we are back. Um, Stephen, we got uh, close to thousands and thousands, 35,000 or more listeners on the show. And I want to have you take us out of this conversation with giving you the last word on advice for founders, entrepreneurs, uh, people that are maybe into, you know, the investment world about how they, how can they best advance the success of their projects or their ideas? What's, what's kind of some lasting words you want to, you want to leave with us based on, uh, on, on your, on your experiences in, in life? Well, boy, that's a pretty wide, uh, uh <laughs> questions. And there are a lot of people, uh, that would be better positioned to answer that question uh, than I am. But I think uh, I've seen, you know, I come at it from, a, I think, a different perspective where, uh, you know, an entrepreneur, you know, may focus a lot of his life on building a product and building a brand in an organization. I've been on the other side. I've been on the venture capital banking side where I've, I've seen entrepreneurs come in and pitch. Um, and, I've, again, I've met with thousands of companies and, as you say, I've been involved in, you know, hundreds of financial uh, financing transactions. And, you know, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of it comes down to um, the self-confidence of somebody and their ability to, um, uh, you know, present and instill confidence in others. Uh, that's, mm. that's what it comes down to. Uh, you know, I've seen great presentations poorly presented. And... Uh, mm-hmm. And I've seen, you know, poor products and, and, and services with great presentations. Uh, you know, I think uh, you really need to instill, you really need to have the confidence in yourself and your abilities, and you need to be able to instill that in others to bring them along and see the passion and the vision that you have. And really, um, when I when I talk to my kids, um, or talk to the high school uh, graduating class, it's, it's really, you know, get out there, uh, learn as much as you can, have self-confidence, um, you know, learn, learn the little things in life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, how you make a contact, how you keep connections, how you leverage connections, uh, but again, and how you work with others and how Know, how you instill confidence in others, and I think at the end of the day, you know that's what it comes down to. Whether you're an entrepreneur or a business leader, uh, you, you know you need to be confident in your own abilities and the ability to instill that confidence in others and lead. Yeah, love it, love it, love it, love it. Thank you so much. Um, by the way, everybody on this podcast knows that I'm a proud New Brunswicker. I'm, I'm always bragging up about New Brunswick. And you, sir, are another reason why I'm a proud New Brunswicker. You are running a world-class organization. You're a world-class guy. Uh, you're a world-class leader. And uh, and uh, that's right, uh, Canada. He's ours. Mr. Lund, <laughs> thank you so much for being on our show. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you Thank for joining us this week on the Startup Canada podcast, a show dedicated to unlocking the entrepreneurial potential of every entrepreneur with access to inspiring stories and tangible lessons to help you run your business. Want access to resources and support to grow your business? Visit startupcan.ca for the latest startup community news and upcoming events like our popular hashtag Startup Chats on Twitter every Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Till next week, I'm River. Corbett leaving you with a sneak peek of next week's episode.
Hi, this is Taylor Schuld, founder of the Schuld Media Group, and you're listening to the Startup Canada podcast. Let's kind of switch to journalism and the um, the uh, firestorm of of craziness. Uh, I mean, the, I think the whole industry is being turned upside down these days, at least in North America, anyway, with regards to approaches and and uh, non approaches and social media and internet and all those kinds of things. You know, um, what would you recommend? And say, my daughter graduated from journalism at King's, and uh, you know, she's doing the proverbial teaching English now over in Vietnam. But at some point, she's going to segue back to what she's going to do with her career. How would you suggest someone who is, one, coming into the industry, but also those, you know, the people that are, as you were in that position, downsizing's happening. What do you suggest that people who are in that, that, that very important industry, how do they, how would they approach a, a, a livelihood over the next five years? Because you never know how things are going to change in the next two minutes, let alone five years. Right. Well, I would say the number one thing if you want to get into writing or on-air work is to start your own website and start doing your own podcast and start producing your own articles on your site and make it a hub of what you can do because not only will you grow your own audience, but you'll be surprised at who actually listens and you'll get people who are you know, in the media world reading and listening to your stuff. And it automatically gives you a little sense of um, professionalism rather than just someone getting a resume. They now, they kind of get to know you a little bit and know what you can do. And people, the one person that comes to mind is uh, Steve Dangle, who is a YouTuber for, um, well, YouTube, but he's been doing, he's been doing Maple Leaf videos for the last 10 years. And he's now becoming a guy who created his own brand. He got hired by Sportsnet to do, um, videos and stuff on Sportsnet's website, but he's also got his own podcast, which is sponsored. So he's making money off that as well as through YouTube and then at Sportsnet. So he's got all these different revenue streams coming in and he's driving tons of content, both online and now on Sportsnet that, you know, five years ago, you would think a guy from the internet's gonna be on TV, what are you talking about? But that's what's, what's happening now. Like people who are, are, you know, doing their own thing online are finding an audience and they are turning that into their full-time job. Another one that I gotta say is a guy on YouTube, his name's Lewis from Unbox Therapy. And he basically reviews tech products and uh, open up, opens things that he gets from, you know, people around the world that are in the tech side of things. And he's got over 8 million subscribers on YouTube and gets like two or 3 million, you know, views on YouTube per video. And he's from Toronto. This isn't, you know, a guy with a huge company behind him. It's just a guy who has created his own little media empire and he probably out earns Ron McLean now per year. Like, think about that. The host of Hockey Night Canada is being out earned by a guy on YouTube. Like, that's that's crazy to me. So, you know, if you're starting out and you really want to make your name for yourself in this industry, the best thing to do is get online and start creating your own content. And you can be your own editor. You can be your own boss. You can write about whatever you want. You can podcast about whatever you want. And if there's an audience and you get good, then people will find you and you can get paid for that.